to another episode of Christ Community Church Podcast. I'm Stephen. And I'm Neil. And we are in our second, well, I guess we'd say third week of Lent. Right. Uh, we had one podcast for the first two weeks, and now we're having a, a another podcast for this third week. Uh, as a church, to celebrate these 40 days before Easter, we're focusing some on the spiritual disciplines. Mm. Uh, one thing to read, and for that, we have a, a Bible reading plan that we selected. Uh, that's in your weekly email. It's online. It's on the YouVersion app. And I think one of the things I like about the YouVersion app is that you can see other people who are reading the plan with you. Yeah, you can read in community. So I think right now we have like maybe eight, eight-ish or so people who have chosen to do that publicly. Uh, some people who might be doing it not publicly, and some people are just in other Bible reading plans that we gave out in January. Yep. Um, so that's one of the things that we're doing. It's a time of spiritual disciplines, and this is something to read. And then we have something to uh, sacrifice, something to fast from. Uh, last time, like I bared my soul, Neil. Mm. Talked about my deep sin. Yeah, it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but what's yours? What, what are you giving up? What are you fasting from? Yeah, so a uh, couple things. Um I, Brittany asked me recently, like, uh, about my pipe smoking. Mm-hmm. So that has seemed to increase. And, you know, Rush Limbaugh just got taken out by some, <laughs> some tobacco usage. Yeah, but his was not a pipe. No, his, his was, was full blown stogies. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he was frequent. Yeah. So I'm, I, I've railed that down all the way to nil. Yeah. And uh, the other thing is, I'm doing kind of like. Um, That's a shame, man. I brought mine. Oh, well. you sure you... No. Okay. <laughs> I will be comforted by the Lord, not by the... Or by the smell of my seasoned... No. Yeah. Stephen, can I get that second hand, man? No. <laughs> I'll blow some in your face. <laughs> oh, you're a horrible accountability partner. Yeah. No, but um, uh, we could say, or or... I think uh, our culture kind of talks a lot about like intermittent fasting as like a diet fad, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's not what I'm doing. But I am doing something like intermittent fasting. You are doing a spiritual intermittent fast. fast. Yeah, so So I'm a diabetic, so it's kind of harder for me to just not eat Mm -hmm. and uh, because my sugar levels and stuff. So I'm there are a couple days a week where I'm not doing lunch at Mm -hmm. all. So I'm kind of going breakfast to dinner, and during that time. Uh, doing things like biblical meditation, which, like you're talking about, memorization yeah. is an aspect. Something to memorize. Something to memorize. Something to right? read, something to right. sacrifice, something to memorize. Yeah, so uh, we're engaging some different spiritual disciplines. And you were kind of talking about, on the last podcast, uh, one of the spiritual disciplines, you, you said without saying, was silence and solitude Mm -hmm. so instead of so you're fasting from the thing you filled your mind with right and so now you're saying i'm i'm replacing that i'm stopping that and i'm going to you know engage in some silence and some uh what what do what's the word uh compla compa i don't know i don't know either silence on a podcast neil can't have it Man, that's gonna drive me Dude, nuts. That, that break felt like thirty minutes Dude, right there. That, <laughs> People just shut off their phone. I cannot think of the word. Complementarian. No. Composition. <laughs> Comp- <laughs> Combat. Com- <laughs> you want me to keep going? Uh, no. no more c words. 
right. Um, <laughs> meditation and thinking about what's going on in you. All right. Con- <laughs> contemplation? Contemplation. There, there it is. is. That Boom. was the one. There it goes. I kept wanting to say computation, and I was like, that's math. No. Yeah, we got we got 15 people who listen to this podcast, and seven of them just quit. Well, sackcloth and ashes, guys. I'm sorry. But, yeah, you were talking about doing some silence and solitude. So those are some different spiritual disciplines you can engage in but yeah. for our purposes we're trying to focus more on you know reading the word of god and meditating yeah. memorizing right yeah and then fasting is the two prime and mm-hmm. prayer and prayer yeah something something to pray we'll talk right. more about the something to pray uh on our next podcast mm. uh, so don't let me forget that be my external hard drive you're asking the guy with the brain injuries to remember things for you. Thank that, you. That might say something about your mind or might say something about my mind. I don't know. I got <laughs> mashed potatoes up here. <laughs> All right. So our our passage that we're saying is is for our memory work this week. And I, I try and make a little design on Canva and then mm-hmm. I'll save it for my wallpaper on my phone. Mm. Uh, but the, the, the passage for this go around is Matthew 5. Five and six. So mm. you see a theme. We're, we're working through all of the Beatitudes. Mm. This is what it says. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So th- those are the things that we are that we are thinking about and meditating on. Um, I think a lot of your versions, if you read this or if you're memorizing it in a, in a different wor- version, it doesn't use the word humble there. Uh, this one says, blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Kind of King James, ESV, New American Standard. They're going to use the word meek. Mm. Uh, meek and humbleness or humility are related. Yep. As are words like lowly. Or gentle. Or gentle. Those are all kind of the same Greek word. Synonyms. Uh, that can be translated differently. Uh, but most people are familiar with the word meek. Right. Well, yeah, I think... Uh the idea behind meekness is almost like a, a horse with a, uh, a bridle. Did I say that right? Bridle. Bridle. Yeah. And I was like, that's wrong. A bridle in its mouth, right? The horse can, has its own will. Mm-hmm. It makes decisions, but it submits to the bridle, yeah. right? And uh, the authority that's over him. So in this, this idea here is blessed are those who are submitting their wills to the will of God. Mm. Um, for they shall inherit the earth. So yeah. I think that's a probably or restrains their will, you know, which yeah. would be towards other things other than God, right? Yeah, I think for the Greeks, meekness was like a it was it had a lot to do with self control. Like totally, you have power, but you you are controlling it and bending it underneath the control of someone else. Right. So like that horse, if you're riding a horse, that horse is way stronger than its rider. Totally. Uh, but yet the horse is is being controlled by something much smaller. Mm. Uh, that bridle, that bit in its mouth. Yeah. Uh, the bit in its mouth. Yeah, and James kind of piggybacks on a lot of those themes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he says, you know, God gives grace to the humble and he opposes the proud. Mm. Um ideas like that we should we should not say we're going to do this or that but we should be praying if, if for, god will right we should go yeah um so there's a lot of different or a lot of continuity here in the new testament with um the other writers um, from the sermon on the mount here so blessed are the gentle 
for mm-hmm. they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the people. Uh, you know, the Bible also describes Jesus. Whenever Jesus in Matthew, I think 11, 11 28 is, to 30, know, yeah. uh, is talking about himself, when Jesus is describing his own heart, he describes himself as as gentle and lowly. Totally. Uh, when when the prophets are speaking about Jesus in in the Old Testament, they said a a bruised reed he will not break, mm. and a smoldering wick he will not put out or mm. or snuff. Uh, so so there's there's this picture of Jesus who has great strength and great power, yet he's gentle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past Sunday we were talking about men and manhood, right? And how God has called men to watch and to work. Totally, uh, we are to work. Everything we do is to do be done for the glory of God. We are to watch. We are to guard and keep and protect uh, that which God has given us. Mm-hmm. You know, keep things holy. Right. Um, I think lots of times that that men sin. Some in being passive, but some I think sin in that being overly aggressive and yeah. angry, machismo, bravado. Yeah, yeah. So there's like this anger that they that they seethe with. It's just always under the surface. They're unable to restrain their passions. And and then it's like a kid says something out of line, or or a coworker says something out of line, or your wife forgets or your wife something. forgets something, <laughs> and that which is right under the surface, man, it like Nessie raising its. It's prehistoric head. Ness. <laughs> Lock no. Ness. That's where we went. <laughs> That's where we went. Oh, man. But but it's like that monster underneath mm-hmm. the surface comes out. Yeah, totally. And I think that's 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 not what this passage is saying. No. He's saying, blessed are the people who are gentle. Mm. Blessed are the people who can control... Uh, their passions mm-hmm. and submit them to the will of another. You know, that's, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of elder conversations and, in and, uh, what do you call it? Um, asking questions of elder candidates and yeah, such, yeah. Yep, yeah. um, investigating mm-hmm. some things. But one of the qualifications of an elder is self-control. Right. And, uh, it's very interesting here that, you know, Jesus himself would say, you know, blessed are those who can, who can control, yeah. who, who can submit mm. with glad submission to God's will instead of just raging out of control like a fire, as James was talking about the tongue. And, you yeah. know, there's all these themes. Well, and even another, another qualification of an elder, it says, not a bully, yeah, but gentle. Yeah. Using that same word. And so I think that. I think that is kind of we can see a difference between the way the world works and the way that uh, God works. Oh yeah. The world says whoever has the biggest stick wins. Whoever totally. whoever has the most strength and the power they win. Yeah. The world would say this is meekness is weakness. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's not true. Not at all. No. Uh, but here, you know what what is what is Jesus saying? What is what is the word of God saying? It's saying. Uh, that if you are humble and gentle, that's who's going to inherit the earth. Right. Not those with power and prestige, mm-hmm. but those who are gentle, those who are like Jesus. Yeah. So happy are you, Neil Grogan, yeah. when you are like Jesus, mm, when you are gentle and lowly. And what makes us like Jesus, Stephen? Jesus. Jesus himself. 
No, I mean, I, I know it's a it's silly, but it's no, so true. I yeah. think I think a lot of our Christianese, you know, Christian culture, language, yeah. kind of stuff, would say uh, that you make yourself this way. Yeah. But man, we we should be if Christ is in in us, if the Holy Spirit is indwelling us, then we sh- it should be a reflection. Yeah. When we look in the mirror, mm. we should see Christ, and this is an aspect of who He says He is and yeah. what His heart is like. Yeah, was it submit yourself to the Lord, and He will He will lift you up. Yeah, yeah. Or we we should like John the Baptist say, "I must decrease so that Christ can increase." increase. Yeah. yeah, and so man, this is this is very much so against our sinful nature, mm. totally. Um, this is not something that's celebrated. This is not something it's that not. yeah that uh, I, comes natural. <laughs> who whoever said, man, I love that first sergeant. He was so gentle. Yeah, was that ever said? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I remember uh, I had a first sergeant who was telling guys we're about to do this uh, repelling thing with you know, face first mission impossible kind of style. Cause you have a lot of weight in your back. So you have to do a different direction. And there's the guys who are afraid of heights. Yeah. And, uh, he was saying, you know, it's okay to be afraid. And he was trying to encourage and looking back on it, you know, it was like, he was doing a good job. Yeah. But, uh, we were all like weak, you yeah. know, like make it, you know, make it fun of this guy, this leader yeah. for trying to encourage people who were, you know, struggling with their fears and, and things like that. So, yeah, I was, I was, so this is complete like a rabbit trail. Okay. And it's, it's on air. So we might delete this. Um, no, nope. are we? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so here's, here's the thing. I was, I was wondering, I was read this article back whenever I think it was enduring freedom was going on. Okay. And it was by a soldier from Britain or France, somewhere in Europe. Uh, talking about the difference between their troops and American troops, right? Mm-hmm. They said it's crazy. Like when we come under fire, we like we get cover and we're looking for ways to draw back. Yeah. And he said the Americans are different. Like they get they come under fire and so they take cover, but then they're moving forward. Right. And just a, just a difference in mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like for the Christian, like like that doesn't necessarily come natural to a human being. No. There's danger. I need to run forward. So that has to be trained into you yeah right and oh. so and so so you, you see where i'm going mm-hmm. maybe keep going so so how is something like that trained into you on one level i think the way of the world is to use aggression to fuel that anger to be the i'm going to drop the hammer on you oh yeah and i'm going to end you right and so that i think that is one way but I think the hard part, if, if that is how you're trained, how do you turn that off? Mm. Like, how do you not, if that's how you're trained to act and trained to respond, how do you turn that off whenever you come under fire at home? Because mm-hmm. I think I think the response is not to be gentle and lowly, but to yeah. drop the hammer again. To win. Right, to yeah. win. And I was and I was thinking about this this week, thinking, well, well, maybe like what what could be the Christian response? And this is out of my wheelhouse. This is more in your wheelhouse. Sure. But I was wondering when Jesus said about you know the one who is willing to lay down his life for another, mm-hmm. of what could drive a Christian forward in battle, uh, could be to save others. Oh, totally. You know, so it's not it's not the anger and aggression, but the 
but the I need to help. Yeah. I need to save, and this is this is a way to accomplish that. Yeah, I think uh, you know we can talk about being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Uh, these texts where we get this biblical picture, this this uh, of what it means to look like Christ and what it means to be a believer, to follow after God. What is God's will? We we learn of these things in God's Word, right? Um, one of the things that the world would say is to strengthen yourself. Or be strong, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the biblical picture for where we gain strength is always from God. We mm-hmm. don't gain strength out of ourselves. We gain it from God. Think about David, who in First uh, Samuel twenty nine thirty, um, he, he they they get all of the their families are taken away by the Amalekites, mm-hmm. right? And all of his men were wanting to stone him. Yeah. And, yeah. and it says that he strengthened himself in the Lord. He went off and prayed yeah. and then, you know, started working through a process of what God would call him to do um, in the in the aspect of, you know, what you're talking about in, in meekness specifically, um, this idea of submission of your will uh, to what the Lord's will is. Mm-hmm. James 4, 7 says to submit yourselves, therefore, to God resist the devil Mm -hmm. and he will flee from you so all that to say this when we come under fire at home Mm -hmm. when the enemy is on the attack yeah the way we gain ground Mm -hmm. is by submitting ourselves therefore to god right then we are able to resist these temptations the passions that want to fume out of us, yeah. the, our, our sinful flesh, right? Uh, we're able to resist the uh, fires. Maybe our spouse yeah. would throw the arrows that they would th- fling at us, right? Yeah. And we're able to walk in righteousness. Why? Because we're submitting ourselves gladly to the Lord. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's even this, like, if the Christian soldier says, I am going to be formed differently. Mm-hmm. So I am going to resist this this formation to respond in anger and I am going to form myself in Christ to respond and self-sacrifice for other people. Yeah. Then whenever you go home and you come under fire, you're you've been formed yeah to sacrifice. Yeah. You've been formed to love you've been formed to be humble to be gentle and lowly and you can respond differently in home rather than responding in bravado and machismo and and anger it makes me think of an article i saw this morning it's uh, i think jared wilson um, but he was saying um, that as pastors we're not called to teach people how to live we're called to teach people how to die Mm, that's good yeah and uh man you know, that's really what this is, right? Like when you're uh, laying your life down for someone, that's the pictures uh, of death. When Christ says to pick up your cross and follow me, that's a call to death, continual death. And uh, man, that's, if, if you're at home or if you're at work, you know, for the soldier or whatever, or even the businessman, doctor, so on, so Mm -hmm. forth, right? Every opportunity before you is always, to pursue your flesh, pursue yourself, make you, make much of you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that might look like in your leadership style, 
with great demands and uh, fear tactics and yeah. all of those things, you right. know, and that that's not Man. biblical leadership. Yeah. But but what it looks like is um, you're saying I'm going to put these people before myself. I'm going to teach. I'm going to show. I'm going yeah. to encourage. I'm going to demand. Um, righteousness though like and consistency but then when i go home i'm now transferring that same process that same i'm i'm dying to myself when it comes to coming home and and playing with the kids versus Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch yeah and it's also one of those things like we have to remember i've been called primarily to die for my family and not for my work absolutely and i think that's the thing we oftentimes put that family in the second seat so i'm gonna i'm gonna move us along here um so if someone said, man, how, how do I make that change? How do I make the change from being strength-based to being sacrifice-based? Mm. And I say, well, that's the next verse. Because mm. the next verse says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Mm. So I think that is saying if we recognize that we've been operating out of strength and not service and sacrifice— uh, then we 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 stoke that hunger mm-hmm. uh, that won't satisfy. That won't satisfy, and I think that hunger for that should should drive us in pursuit of being satisfied in Christ. Totally, yeah. And and I think and I think that's that's what it has to come down to, uh, and and it's it's a lifelong process because remember, like we're continually being formed by the world. Mm-hmm. The world is trying to shape us. Your job is trying to shape you into what most fits their patterns. Totally. And we're saying, no, 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 no. I I want this other diet. Mm-hmm. I want this diet of, of righteousness, and I'm hungry for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so often, man, I, I feel like we're, we're intermittent fasting from Jesus. <laughs> it's like, I'll have a Jesus on you know, Sunday, on Sunday <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to fast in between. But just for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but but that, like, that's not... That's not gonna satisfy your hunger. If mm-hmm. anything else, man, you're gonna starve. Oh yeah. Like pursue that hunger and thirst for more. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. Uh, there's no other options for you, you know, as a believer. Oh, there's death. Yeah, and that's an eternal death. <laughs> right. Well, that's why he yeah. says. We're <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, think about it like this. Um, was it Second Corinthians seven ten? Says uh, that godly sorrow produces death, mm-hmm. but worldly or no, sorry, always. worldly sorrow produces death, but godly sorrow produces repentance and salvation. And so, man, when we hunger and thirst for righteousness, um, and that there's only one direction to find that, mm-hmm. um, and that's and that's in the Lord's will. Um, I think about the question that. The psalmist uh, of Psalm 119 poses in verse 9. He says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. And so, you know, when you hunger and thirst for righteousness, man, what you're hungering for is to is to keep your guard your heart according to the word of God. Yeah. And let that be your standard and your measuring stick for what it looks like to um, 
to walk in righteousness and to be more like Christ. And that, so how do you do that? Um, to your point earlier, intermittent fasting of Christ is, is going to lead you to death. Um, but getting up every day and pursuing Jesus mm. in his word, in prayer, in fasting, in silence and contemplation, you know, all of those different ways, different spiritual disciplines, engage in them right? as it, as a per on a personal level and on an interpersonal level. So in your community and in your church on Sunday morning, and man, you will be able to uh, keep your way pure because <laughs> yeah. you're submitting your will to his mm. taste and see the Lord is good. Amen. Well, guys, that's been another episode of the Christ Community Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Chasing rabbits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>